Hello, and welcome once again to the Colorado Switchblade Podcast. I'm Jason Van Tatenove, your host, and it is a beautiful, sunny, blue sky day. The snow is so bright from the storm last night, and uh, well, I've got a, a little special something for you. It's not, it's it's more of what you can do as someone who lives in Estes or in the Front Range. Um, because we're always looking for things to do, you know. The whole world comes to us in the summer and the busy months and even more and more during the slow season these days. And, you know, it's good to get out of town and it's good to go do other things. And um, one of the things that has really caught my attention over the last year, and I've written several articles about it, uh, is Meow Wolf Denver Convergence Station. I had a chance to Oh, before they opened up, I spoke with Chadney Everett, who is the lead creative director for all of Meow Wolf. Had a great conversation there. Um, you can find the article in the archives. I covered one of the artists who, uh, uh, artists who had made the the Bacon Bits room, um, and uh, I think I did another article as well. But that's all in the archives. Um, but they had a Valentine's Day event. Um, and uh, so I got invited as press and, and wanted to um, I wanted to share that experience a little bit with you. I, I brought my two daughters, um, uh, Lux, who is 16, going on like 28, and Winter Raven is 13, just turned 13. And she is a budding photographer, and uh, her, her work is just amazing. And I'm pretty sure I could get it into galleries down in Denver, just printing it out and, and putting it out there. Um, it, it, it really is that good. But, you know, she's had an artist for, for a father, like, lecturing her through all of her early childhood about, you know, well, what, how could you have approached this composition differently? And I, I guess she didn't always see it as me just trying to help her out. So, you know, we've had our battles with that. But, you know, by, by 13, she started to listen to a lot of it, or a lot of it's just kind of been hardwired in and the work she's doing is just amazing so i actually uh, got her her first press pass uh issue tour to come take pictures for it so i've got some pictures that go along with this and i've got some audio recordings um kind of first reactions for my daughters going to see it for those of you who are not really familiar with what meow wolf is it's kind of this maximalist art experience and um and in Denver, in the case of Denver, it's like four stories of a building of it. Um, and and it's fully immersive um, from the time you walk in the front door, getting past security to, um, you know, you get in the elevators from the lobby, which the lobby is, is it's a, you know, designed in its own right. It looks like a brand new airport terminal or something. And um, it is... Uh, it's quite the experience, and there's, there's the, the the idea behind it is that there are four separate worlds, um, kind of a sci-fi idea, and these four separate worlds were all involved in this kind of um, event, that the convergence is what they call it, and these worlds came together, and now they have these these mixings of these different cultures, and as a side effect of this convergence, the the residents and members of these communities, they have lost a lot of their memories. And so they've got like little RFID, RFID chip cards where, you know, the, the memories are almost like little Easter egg hunts in, in this just 
the wor- the worlds that they have one is one is like something you would see out of Blade Runner, um, and it actually has some parts of of Denver history involved with it, um, and uh, I, I won't say what, but you know if you've been to some of the coffee houses and such down there back in the nineties, which I had, um, you know you'll you'll see some things that are like oh wait what look look at that. Um, they do have some almost like street performers, um, you know, people in character and costume dressed up that are interacting with folks. Um, but as you find these memories, you collect them on like this, like a, like a credit card or gift card or whatnot. Um, and, uh, that's part of the gig. Then you can also find a lot of like little Easter egg things, um, just, in the backstory, I mean, they, they have local artists that create these these massive um, environments. Ones like a an ice planet that didn't used to be an ice planet, but they've got these giant like Voltron mechs and a, a cathedral, um, like a religious cathedral. Um, my favorite Easter egg in that area is the book. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Like, just go find the book at, right near the ice castle and take the time to look through that. That thing is whoever put that together like they need to be writing science fiction if they're not already um <clears throat> they've got uh oh kind of a a world that is one big living world and uh i think that was the favorite of my daughters and that one's expansive i think it goes up three or four stories like the whole height of this these things and um you know it's got little bridges going across and just is and it's so colorful and there's a soundscape to all of it like you almost need a decompression room um because it can become overwhelming because you have these soundscapes going on and they're like crazy ambient soundscapes otherworldly and all these little rooms and such i'm actually supposed to be showing they've got a gallery on c street um, like a little mini gallery uh, for visual art and um, talking to Chadney about possibly putting my my figurative work in there. Um, but they're trying to figure out the schedule and stuff. They just had the, the first show's coming down. They got the second one lined up. Um, and then they're not sure how they're running it quite yet. So um, hopefully I will have some work in there. And, you know, we've even talked about maybe then me doing um, something in a room for the uh, kind of second year of artists that are going to come through. Uh, we'll see if it actually comes through or not. I'd love to do it. I think that would just be amazing. Um, and uh, so we'll go from there. But I've got some samples of this for you. And then I've got kind of my daughter's reaction after the fact. Um, we did a quick little interview in the car. And I thought it'd be cool just to, to hear in like teenagers' words what they think of an event like this. And for the, for old fogies like me, like, and if you're from Colorado, if you grew up in Colorado, like, You'll remember going to Casa Bonita. Yes, that's a, the Mexican joint that is off Colfax there. Um, that the uh, Matt and Trey, the creators of South Park, the animated series, um, they have purchased that and they're revamping it now. And I can't wait to see what that's like. I mean, you didn't go to Casa Bonita back in the day for the food. That's the last thing you went for. I mean, the sopapillas were good. Um, but that was like it. That was the only saving grace for the food. And they've brought in a... Uh, a woman who's an amazing chef um, and they're revamping everything. And it, you know, it had gone into bankruptcy and there was a big movement to save Casa Bonita. Um, but I want you to think back to like when you were 12, going into Casa Bonita for the first time, you know, you're waiting outside near the fountain 
in a in a line you kind of get through that they've got kind of like a cattle pen almost maze going to the menu area where you got your your school cafeteria plastic trays and you know you got your order and then your hostess um, or host would bring you out and depending on where you sat you could have been in a gold mine underground like a spelunking cave um, like a, a presidential palace uh, a historic presidential palace down in Mexico. Um, they had a, a three-story cliff diving thing. They had a little pool and whatnot. They had a guy running around in an ape suit. But really the gem of it, for, for me anyway, when I was a kid, was Black Bart's Hideout. Man, I just love that. Um, and, uh, you know, to this day, when I bring my kids, right before the pandemic hit, like the week before it hit, we had gone down and gone to the Denver Art Museum and, um, you know, spent the day there. And then we, we, we crowned the evening with uh, their first trip to Casa Bonita. And they loved it too. But for me, Black Bart's hideout, the, the cave. It's like a little cave, haunted house type cave thing with these animatronics that would jump out from behind plastic, um, a little motion activated things. And you always had kids in there that were, you know, uh, screwing around with the other kids trying to scare them um but it it, for me meow wolf is kind of like black bart's hideout for adults and possibly on psychedelics okay so we're gonna jump into what my kids thought about this so i'll let them tell you welcome aboard the transmonic rift access mechanism today your first stop is going to be in a place called c street one of our four converged worlds From there, you'll be able to break out and explore the other three simply by moving throughout the exhibit. If you have any questions whatsoever, we have lovely residents who will be willing and able to answer your questions. (laughs) Okay, so we are here at Meow Wolf Denver. I just brought my daughters to the Valentine's Day event, and they have never been to Meow Wolf. So what do you get you girls think of it? It was really cool. Yeah. It was, my favorite part was the noises. Yeah, it definitely had some cool soundscapes going on. I got some cool photos and stuff. In the room where yeah, I and you got your first press pass ever issued. You're taking pictures officially. Yeah. What did you guys think of that, the whole press experience? It was actually pretty cool because we didn't have to stand in line in the cold yeah. for a long time. Yeah. One of the benefits. All right, and what did you think of just the experience, though? Is this something you would want to go back and do with your friends? Yes. Yeah. I liked I like seeing the dancing ballerina and then yeah. the little men just holding the rocks. Yeah. So they had some special events tonight where they had to go through and do basically a scavenger hunt, mm-hmm. and um, they got some stickers and a flower out of it. Yeah. And they had a ballerina that was dancing. We've got some video and pictures of that as well. Okay, folks, well, I hope you liked this little podcast, kind of a mini cast. Um, just wanted to work. I'm thinking of doing, you know, more regional stuff and want to give people some ideas of places to go and things they can do with their family when they are getting out of Estes, when they're getting out of town for the weekend or whatever that might be. But be sure to tell them that your locals, when you're purchasing tickets, if you if you put in there, if you either you do it online or you're calling or there, be sure to use the locals option because I think that saves you quite a bit of money. Um, 
I think it's like a 30% discount, something to that effect. And they've got discounts for all kinds of stuff. So check into that when you're going to check out Meow Wolf. The other hint I'm going to give you, a little tip, is you got to, for my 25, just use your GPS because you are not going to find it otherwise. It's kind of that, that teardrop-shaped building um, right next to Mile High Stadium um as you're getting off on the colfax exit but you don't get off on colfax to get there you gotta you gotta take um the exit uh, one or two before so just use your gps all right well tomorrow you're gonna hear from dr mark ibsen the robin hood of chronic pain patients a longer more in-depth interview um and then this weekend i have a uh, interview site set up that i'm going to be doing later on today with uh, a new resident of estes park and he's got a story that's a lot different than anyone else that I know in town. He is a professional video game player. And he is, uh, he's working, he's trying to get on to have a tryout, basically, for the world's most elite video game team. And I really don't know much about the professional video gaming world. So I thought it'd be interesting to, to sit down and talk with him, especially since he's new to town and, uh, you know, sounds like he's doing some, some pretty cool things. So uh, you'll be able to probably this weekend hear that one as well. So anyway, I hope you're enjoying your day. Stay safe out there. Thank you for listening to the Colorado Switchblade. I'll talk to you soon.